It's recording. Are you ready for this? Is there something that you would like to get rid of, Michael? Oh, 100% would like (laughs) to get rid of this. (laughs) And uh, this is the platform for it. I almost went to Instagram stories and I was like, no, I'm saving it. (laughs) So I... I understand that this is serious and I'm not trying to undercut what's going on. But what I want to get rid of is it, it has to do with COVID-19. Okay. Okay. This, this is what I, this is topical. what I want to get rid of. It's very topical. And I'm not <laughs> type of guy. Okay. <sighs> I want to get rid of people saying, self-quarantine like when's the quarant like uh, just day eight of the quarantine it's like oh you're quarantined you're sick like you have it or are you self-isolating because there's a distinction between those two terms for me and one means the one means something completely different than the other and it's Mm -hmm. like if if it doesn't then then there's a complete dissolution of the of the whole meaning of the word in the first place So Mm. then we're all quarantined, like everyone's quarantined, then everyone's Mm -hmm. sick. Mm. So I want to get rid of people saying that they're quarantined unless you have it, you have Mm. contracted the virus and you are literally being quarantined. Quarantined. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like it's part of the thing of like, obviously this is a really, really hard time for everybody and like the amount of like psychological challenge that we're all facing is huge. Uh, but also like there is an incredible uh, privilege to not be sick and to be able to just sort of like be at ho- like be a hero for just being at home. You know what I mean? And like truly, cause like that's the heroic thing to do right now is just like be at home. Uh, and yeah. And there is like a very different thing between that and like someone who is actually sick and like in quarantine and, and like conflating those two experiences as like both, both being like the same level of challenging and, scary uh is yeah i think is unhealthy so i'm with you yeah i do i I, yeah i think it is that's all i'm gonna say it's it's Mm -hmm. and it's confusing it confuses the matter (laughs) yes yeah so really in a way like you want to get rid of a conflation between social distancing and quarantine Mm. right because like all of us staying inside is that's social distancing. That's yeah. us being a stay at home hero, which yep. has that, that has to be something that like stay at home moms have been calling themselves. <laughs> yes, I'm a stay God, at home right? hero. Now the whole world knows how it feels. <laughs> right. Um, that's great. But, I, I, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so then there's a difference between distancing and isolating as well. Like self-isolation is choosing to just stay inside. What you're doing when you, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good. What you're doing when you self-distance is you go, is that, that's when you're choosing to go outside and then you practice self-distancing. Because like when you're self-isolating, you may be living with other people. Why would you, why would you self-distance with the people you're self-isolating with? You're all sharing the same stuff anyway. I mean, the only problem with that is like you're reliant on them to be to not get sick by accident. You know what I mean? So like <laughs> even like you and Julie, yes, 
you and Julie, you're, you know, you, you know, be free with your wife. You don't live with other roommates, but like my, my roommates, like two of them are married. One of them not. And so like from one another, they are still remaining distant because like one of them has to at least used to have to go into Manhattan because he was doing work on a secure server and couldn't, couldn't do it remotely. And that just meant that like we were just staying apart from one another. Cause even though it's a small circle, if like, if one person is in your circle and you're like fine being with them, well, if they're with this person in their circle and that person is just like, it could, it could, you know, ripple through. Yeah. That's so, actually very, very interesting. I I've never thought about, yeah, I guess I haven't, I honestly have not thought much about how other people are t- mm. like having to deal with this. Well, I have in terms been, of like, yeah. I wonder how homeless people are taking this, mm, you know, yeah, but like not in yeah, terms of like people that. that have the same, you know, access to amenities as I do. I've never right. thought about how that, even that situation can change and be so mm. drastically different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, New York actually put out a thing. It was sent to me that uh, did y'all did y'all see it? It was something from the New York City Health Department about like sex and COVID nineteen. No, no, I didn't see that. Oh my Ooh. god, it was amazing. What? Uh, like an email? Yeah. You got an email or something? So it, it no. was sent to me um, via Marco Polo. So let me see mm-hmm. if I can uh, hey, find they're it. They're gonna sponsor us one of cool. these days. Yeah. Um, so let me just let me just read this. Okay. I'll just read. I'll just read the bold words. You know. Um, Thank so you. So guidelines. These are two of a number of guidelines. Have sex with people close to you. You are your safest sex partner. Masturbation will not spread. COVID-19, especially if you wash your hands and any sex toys with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. No. Dead serious. Awesome. <laughs> the next I mean, safest sex partner so is someone you live with. Having close contact, including sex with only a small circle of people helps prevent spreading COVID-19. Then you should, <laughs> you should avoid close contact, including sex with anyone outside your household. If you usually meet your sex partners online or make a living by having sex, consider taking a break from in-person dates, video dates, sexting, or chat rooms may be the options for you. Wow. That's uh, awesome. Right? And then, like, you know, take care during sex. Kissing may easily pass COVID-19. Rimming mouth on anus might spread COVID-19. Why? Condoms can reduce. why, Why specify that? Right, compared to you compared know, there's a lot of things to, to discuss. Yeah, I can well, your earlobe if I wanted to. <laughs> well, that's definitely going to spread it. <laughs> oh man! Well, I mean, it's like um, you know, they have uh, a another Michael friend of ours uh, works in hospitals in St. Louis. Works in hospital in St. Louis. He was saying there was doubt as to whether or not it would be living in your GI tract. And he apparently said they do know that it can and can be spread fecally for, uh, for longer long than time. respiratory droplets. That's, you got to warn yeah. listeners you when you're going to say something. <laughs> no, I'm hey, not shitting you. Nice hey. choice of words. Hey. When you're going to say fecally, you got to give a little warning. 
Because someone might be eating. You never know. Uh, know. I eat with podcasts in my ears and, you know. I do too. Meanwhile, if I'm eating and someone doesn't bring up feces, I'll be upset. (laughs) You're like disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man. Uh, But anyway, so about COVID and about rimming and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. um, That is the, that is actually the only um, scenario in which I've like tried to picture what it would be like, like if I was single and trying to self isolate or social distance what would that look like if I was like about to close in on my crush or yeah. something like that, you know? And yeah. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm not yeah. going to see them for who knows. Well, who knows? I'm, I mean, like, right. I think that, uh, I think that I've, I've seen some jokes about this, but it probably has meant that like people have probably made some quicker decisions and been like, yeah, yo, I've heard like, yeah. I'm into this. Are you into this? Like, should we live together right now? Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It seems like it's encouraging yeah. a lot of like spontaneous kind yeah. of like impulse right. decisions. Right. Have it's... sex with the people that are closest to you. Like, what if yeah. you're living with a weird set of like relationships? <laughs> yeah. FWB. There's gonna be, yeah. There's going to be a, some great, some, some, I don't know if great, but definitely some like TV shows coming out of this about like, like rom coms right. about. COVID-19, you know what I mean? Of like oh, right. getting hold up with this person and that person and your ex and y'all can only have sex with each other or whatever else. It's either. Maybe the- maybe this is just a porn. I don't know. I don't know. If this is- <laughs> I don't know where else this would go. There's no more plot than that. They all just have sex, but. <laughs> and that's right. how they get it. Yeah, and then they all, all the get rim. the virus, yeah, and, and the yeah, virus, and it's an eternal cycle. <laughs> it's a tragedy, tragic porn is the best subcategory. <laughs> tragic porn. <laughs> um, speaking of, it's a no doubt album. <laughs> speaking of the virus, I if you do Google pictures of it, it is kind of like the microscopic image right. imagery is pretty, and I screenshot it and I said kind of pretty. I put it on my Instagram story, and Julie was like, "Michael, you cannot do that." And I was Whoa. like, and I th- kind of thought about it, and I was like, you know what? That is actually kind of hairy. I'm mm. taking it down. Mm. I took it down. Took Look, it down. I mean, Corona I means crown, okay? And nobody puts on a crown and doesn't feel beautiful. So, like, the cr- the crown virus, That's it's fine. Freak. People love the crown on Netflix. Like, I've never heard anyone talk about a crown and, and hate it. So, tweet away, man. Is IG anyone else away. getting rid of something? Oh yeah, we both are. Uh, are no, you? I think I'm, I, I'm just saying. I think this was a great conversation, and I, I personally can. I'm happy to seed mine for the sake of this beautiful conversation that we just had. Mm-hmm. So right Steven, now, what you're going to get rid free. of is the thing you're getting rid of this week, because you're just not going to. I mean, it. yes, you know me, and you know me in time. So I, I just, do. I, I ever. couldn't. I wouldn't. I would be uncomfortable in my chair if I yeah. started one. <laughs> All right. But you, well, for me, go for, for it. Me, I'll just time you real fast. You have thirty seconds. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but for me, unlike the two of y'all, uh, I have fled the city. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm now in South Carolina. And what is what has been difficult? What I'd like to get rid of is being the bearer of bad news. You know. Oh. Um, when I got into the city at like uh, 
last Saturday. So not the yesterday. City of Charleston. City of Charleston. Um, Charleston. Well, basically, I fled the city like uh, of New York. Of New York. <laughs> you day. see why I, you have to specify. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thursday. Uh, on a Thursday, New York declared state of emergency, blah, yada, yada. That's following Saturday. I skipped town. Well, when I came in, people were like, you know, I hear it's it's bad there. And I'm like, like that that week was was even you you all were there. Like that was a shocking mm-hmm. escalation. I mean, that was like such a rapid Fast. ramp up. And it was, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, I mean that was it, the blur that you referred to earlier. Mm. Yes, and and so what I what I have you know what has sucked to bear to people is that like that ramp up is going to happen everywhere. I mean, thankfully, be in places where people drive, it, it isn't going to have that like immediate escalation like we're seeing in New York. You know, just because like you don't have people standing face to face thousands right. of people every day on the subway but you know I, I came to town and i was like you know i was getting emails from like a yoga studio that's around the corner from my house right from my parents wait home. you do yoga you know what gina i don't oh, really like to talk what? about it but do you do it sorry. often i'm so I, sorry i'm so sorry i've been doing like it that. more lately but I you know, know i don't I said this. really huh. like to talk about it but the yoga studio <laughs> <laughs> the yoga studio that is near my parents' house, they sent out this email the day that I got in that was like, guys, we're taking this very seriously. We're going to be limiting class sizes to 20. We're going to be sterilizing after each class. And I was just like, why did they send this email out? Yeah, like, they're, <laughs> they're going to be closed in a week. A week from today, I'm going to be getting an email that they're closed. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And, and, when I tell that to people every time I, my sister is a Pilates instructor and you know, she was like, Oh, we're fine because we can't have more than 10 people in the studio. So we're not going to close because that's, you know, the 10 people rule or whatever. And I was like, you're going to close. And she was like, no, that's not well then sure enough. Now they're closed. And Cassandra over here. Exactly. You know, and it sucks. And, you know, I told my, I told my aunt, my aunt lives in the capital of South Carolina, Columbia, which is closer to where they're having a lot more, um, cases, but you know, she was like, how's it, how's it going over there? And I was like, you need to be ready to have everything stopped for you. Like, I was like, this is going to happen. The response is going to be very fast. And like, the way that we've seen people with the toilet paper has been heinous. With the hand sanitizer, it's been heinous. Putting but... the anus in heinous. Uh, yeah. oh. Hey. <laughs> um, <Love it. laughs> but, but like, I think that we're all aware now that there are certain things that you're like, oh, shoot, I do need to make sure that I have certain things. Um like obviously acetaminophen is something that everyone needs to have. It's getting harder and harder to find. Um, but like, you know, I just remember even being like, as long as I've got lentils and toothpaste, I'm good. And I was like, <laughs> and I looked at my, I looked at my, my cabinet and I was like, Oh, I'm, 
almost had a lentils. And then I was like, oh, and oh, I've almost had a toothpaste. <laughs> Whoops. So, like, oh so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go to the store and get those. Um, but did you? I did. I did. Did you get anything else? <laughs> just, just. 60 bags of lentils and a oh my God. 12 I, pack of toothpaste. I cleared the shelves. <laughs> Lentil flavored toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just basically I just put the baking powder in the lentil water and then I just brushed my teeth with that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, should we start this show? Let's Shall start we? the show. That's our theme song. <laughs> what are these sounds? Go, Steven, sound. go. Those those go. Start the show. Oh, uh, uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Should We Keep This the Cultural View podcast, you know and love. We look back over the past 50 years of film, music, and TV to get to the question, you know what the difference is between you and me? I make... I'll make this look good. Keep this look good. Boom! (laughs) We are joined by a special guest today. Give us, give us the rundown, Michael Johnson. I missed the first half of that. Yeah, give him the rundown. You don't have to do anything. Rundown, Michael Johnson. Just tell us who you are. Welcome. We've got Michael Johnson joining us. Your your video kind of went on my. Look, we all (laughs) know that I got the warning. All right, yeah. we're doing our Health best check. here. Yeah, okay, but so no, no, no. So you better quarantine yourself. Um, hey guys, thanks for having me on. I am a longtime editor, long <laughs> time, <laughs> long time selective listener, and mm. also, you know, you know, Aren't I listen all? to s- sections. It's and okay. We're all selective listeners here. I don't remember the last time I listened to my own podcast. I am uh, <laughs> part of the Rock Rising team. I am a friend of you guys and a uh, husband of the woman who runs the studio for most yeah. of your, if not all of your sessions. Yes. And uh, I'm happy to know you guys. I'm happy to be here. And I'm very happy to discuss <gasps> a very, very special movie that is very near. Yeah. What's the movie, Michael? Tell us what the movie is. We are the men in black. We all have different gal- parts of the song that we like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of galaxies, um, Stephen Marcoed me oh, the galaxy cat he's working on. So I'm excited for everything. Galaxy cat that. sounds like my even, EDM name. I don't um, even know what that means. It's my oh, uh, I get it. Your art of the yeah. cat with the galaxy. I truly That's was like, right. oh, galaxy cat is just like a YouTube stream that I've never heard of. I it it sounds like I, it I just now. assumed that's what it was. Just <laughs> <It is> now. <laughs> oh, awesome. Uh, it's hard to see, but uh, send How it to dare me. You? I, I no, I really can't. What am I looking at? Oh, okay. The, oh my god, that's a good cat. Anyways, it it's really cat. fun for people who can just listen and very nice spaceships. It will be on Instagram. Um, they will be able okay. to see it. Okay, well, great. Um, yes, we're talking about Men in Black. This is our very first special episode of the 90s. Oh, we're very, yeah. very excited. Um, okay, I'm going to give us a great synopsis. Uh, I have definitely proofread what I wrote hastily. So cool, wow. just like wow. always. Have you okay, not so had any time on your hands? You know, I ha- did the thing where I had too much time, and then I had like something right before this, and suddenly it was like, oh yeah, I should have 
I should have done this before. <laughs> then I didn't. <laughs> but uh, okay. So this is Men in Black, which is from 97. 1997. That is correct. Ooh. Okay, so... Here we go. So this is a little bit of backstory. First, turns out, because this is important to the world, in 1961, aliens first made contact with Earth. And since then, a secret agency called the Men in Black. In, <laughs> the Men in the Black. The Men in Black. <laughs> polices the name, these aliens. <laughs> <laughs> the tragic porn. Uh, the Men in Black polices these aliens, protects Earth from extraterrestrial threats, and uses memory-wiping neuralizers to keep alien activity secret. Uh, known only by their first names, these agents have their former identity completely erased uh, when they join. Uh, an agent, so okay. <laughs> so then there's an agent named Kay uh, who recruits a talented young New York Police Department officer named James Edwards to join the team, uh, who is hereafter known simply as the letter J. Uh, meanwhile, in upstate New York, an alien, which is called a category of alien is just called a bug. Um, it illegally crashes on Earth, killing a farmer named Egger and uses his skin as a disguise. Uh, J and K investigate, and with the help of a medical examiner and a dying Archelian alien who's a member of their royal family. I'm doing such a good job. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the alien tells them that to prevent war, the galaxy is on Orion's belt. And they're like, what? Um... <laughs> the bug alien is what? <laughs> so sorry. You can do it, Gina. Okay, okay, okay. Um, the Archilians are pissed that a member of their royal family has died on Earth. Uh, so they threaten to blow up the whole planet if the galaxy, which is a major source of subatomic energy, is not returned to them very soon in a galactic standard week, which is an hour. Um, they realize, our, our heroes realize that the galaxy is actually very small, um, something that looks like a charm, and it's just dangling on the collar of a cat named Orion, which was the cat owned by the human yeah. that the Archelian was pretending to be. They figured out too late, though. The bug has found the galaxy already and is trying to get onto a spaceship to get out of there. Jay and Kay catch up and have a nice epic battle against this enormous, gross, cockroach-looking alien. They manage to kill it and return the galaxy and save the galaxy in the process. <laughs> uh, Kay reveals that he's been training Jay not as his partner, but as his replacement. Um, so Kay gets neutral, ne what? Neutralized. My autocorrect. Neuralized. Neural neuralized. Um, word documents don't believe that that's a word. He gets happily neuralized and goes to marry his long lost love. And we zoom out and reveal that our own galaxy is merely just a marble being played with by a gigantic alien. On another world. That was a terrible synopsis of a wonderful movie. <laughs> Steven? <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah. Men in Black, 1997. We got a $90 million budget. We got... Uh, it made five hundred and ninety million, which I feel like normally, like in a year that didn't have Titanic, I feel mm -hmm. like would be pretty close to our top grossing film. Um, but uh, this That's is actually, I didn't know this. This is an adaptation. I mm -hmm. had no idea of a graphic novel that. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Men yeah, in Black. I learned that a, in the credits, where in the credits at the beginning it says like a Marvel based on the Marvel comic, and I was like, Yeah, the Marvel comic. Who knew? And it seems like it could be cool. Like it seems cool because it's got that um, kind of not anti-hero, but uh, what's it? So I feel like anti-hero is the bad guy that you root for. But what's mm -hmm. the like 
when you find out that the heroes are actually kind of the bad guys? What's like, is there a word for that? Anti-villain? That kind of genre? Should be. Wait, the, but that's the, not this movie. What? No, no, no. Like in the, but basically in the original series, there's a, a character who, this is, so Men in Black is loosely based on the comic series because in the comic series, what the J equivalent, I'm assuming, is um, he's brought in. Also, there's like, there's all paranormal stuff. So aliens, but also demons and werewolves and that kind of stuff. And then slow, like, he starts to realize that the the agents are trying to like remake the world in their own image. So one, so he goes rogue. Um, so he thinks the men in black are the good guys, but they're actually not. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So something fun is that uh, the studio, Barry Sonnenfeld eventually, like he directed this movie. He recently had directed get uh, shorty. And he had also, uh, he, sorry, he'd recently directed the Adams Family movies, Adams Family and Adams Family Values. And they, the producers wanted, uh, they wanted him, but he was contracted to do Get Shorty with uh, like Danny DeVito and uh, John Travolta and stuff. And then, oh, oh, hello, Julie. How you doing? Um, but then because he was busy, they almost went to a guy named Les Mayfield because of his work on Miracle on 34th Street, which was like the least applicable movie in history. And so finally they were like, they almost just gave it to him off of the alleged success. And then they watched it and they were like, oh shit, we're just gonna have to wait for this guy to get done with this other movie. Um, (laughs) Then uh, the writer of this movie, uh, Ed Solomon, previously known for the Bill and Ted movies and also uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie and Revenge of the Nerds 2, so a classic tale of uh, male mediocrity failing upward. Uh, In terms of people who are already famous in this movie, we have Tommy Lee Jones, who we know from Love Story. We talked about him oh so long ago. Um, And then... Wow, that was like our second episode. Exactly. Wow, how how we've grown. Mm. And then Danny Elfman, we talked about him during our Batman episode from the 80s. Mm, I Vincent, forgot about that. Yeah. Episode. Vincent, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, he, we have not talked about him, but he was a longstanding character actor at this point. Um, and Rip Torn was also a big uh, Broadway, off-Broadway, and, and like character film actor. Um, we got Will Smith, in his freaking in his heyday, I know I'm working my way toward okay. the. Um, I was to like, Will, Will Smith okay. in Will his heyday, prime, his prime, prime, um, prime. prime. Sorry, keep going. No, 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 and no. no. And it just no, he's Gina, just really no, in his prime. Going, no, in yeah. every way, <laughs> and because like he's so funny, he's yeah. such he's like so such a his got he just nails the moments. He's such a, okay. I, we're not. Right. This is not the part where we oh, talk yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's okay. And we're not really even yeah. going to talk about Will Smith because we talked about him with uh, yeah. Independence Day that came out just only uh, the year before. What a, what what a, a gem. What a two what years. A, what a, a genius. What a um, gem. And then we also got pre-fame. We got Tony Shalhoub and we got David Cross. Because yeah, even though David man. Cross was doing... Uh, 
Mr. Show with Bob and David. I, I don't think too many people watch that. I mean, like HBO, like it's, I feel like it's more of a cult thing. And then Tobias, like uh, uh, Arrested Development is what really made him big and then, or a household name. And then Tony Shalhoub, I mean, lots of people say monk, but like, you know, he's just somebody who like grew and grew and grew and grew, but right. to put it in perspective, like this right. movie. So it's like previously he'd been doing maybe one film a year, a film every two years. Then this year he did three and then like 98, he did like five movies. So that plus monk, you know, made him sort of a, a household name that you could sort of vaguely apply to, like if you if you so you said like prior to Maisel, you'd be like, what's Tony Shalubin? You'd be like, I don't know that name, but then you see his face and you're like, oh yeah, I think he's in like a number of things. But and then the as far as one thing I was surprised about was I I figured there'd be more like big cultural mainstays from this movie, like things that like get quoted more often, but there aren't really. I mean, like the men in like the men in black themselves. Like just the idea of the men in black or like, or the movie people like in the movie that gets referenced. Um, I make this look good is a, a like kind of referenced. And then the sunglasses and the neuralizer, I feel like is a, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so like that was one that I mean, like days, months, years, that was something that like, just from my personal experience, I just remember that was just alive in my personal experience. Did do y'all any have any like references or big things that you guys liked from the movie that you that you felt like really stuck with you? Like before you watched the movie, you were like, I remember XYZ. Well, I also think the like zooming back with the earth is actually a marble. It definitely has been spoofed in at yes. in at least a couple of things. Just to put that out there as far as that wasn't like the big thing that I remember, but I like that I think is also one that's Interesting. lived on. Uh, what about um, this is the last suit you'll ever wear? Mm. Yeah, I, I buy it. I don't yeah, know. I it's so funny. It. Yeah, it's not, it's I, not, <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know I, if it, people say that to me a lot. Nice. Or the yeah. like the I don't know. It all. I guess it all depends on your circle. Because then, mm-hmm. like me and my brother built this whole culture around uh, the midget cricket thing. Oh, nice. Whenever I br- bring oh. up the midget cricket gun, like a lot of people yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, that part." Mm-hmm. So uh, just so you know, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there and say it's the noisy cricket. And then oh, I thought should, it was a midget uh, cricket. No, I, we're gonna have to request that you stop saying that word on our podcast. Is that? Yeah, no, I'm sticking to it, Gina. Just, Is it from the no, movie that it's no, the it's the noisy cricket? cricket. It's the noisy. Oh, cricket. I thought it was the midget cricket, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. which I believe that, like, because you as a kid thought it was that when then it became that for you know what i mean like in your memory yeah, right. and like that was what you and your brother called it yeah maybe i just saw no, it too. Yeah. yeah right uh well yeah but so michael you i don't know actually if you picked this movie or if julie picked this movie for you but um what's your relationship to this movie my relationship to this movie is that um you know i i love will smith and kind of always have people and kind of like on a separate note, like people always tell me that th- that I remind them of him in his characteristics. Like when I get kind of goofy and my inhibitions are dropped, I'm kind of like, 
I, yeah, I kind of have the same impulses that he has. It's almost like the Julie described it well today of like the one, it's kind of like he's always walking backwards out the door, but always having to say that one last thing. But, and he's like, mm. okay, everything's good here. Okay. All right. See you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then, right, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah and so <laughs> I kind of resonate with him. And uh, so seeing him in this, again, in his prime, right. I, I saw this like when I was a kid, a very um, formative moment of my life, I was like, you know, like one of those little uh, horse, horse throated, like, you know, the kid that's always like screaming because he's like playing all the sports. And I watch Will Smith running around chasing aliens. It's kind of like yeah. easy, you know, it's a done deal. Um, and so uh, I, I also... Yeah, I just liked it. I th I thought it was great. So to mm -hmm. me, it was a very special movie. Like I said, my brother and I mm, built a culture around it, and to this day, it's like it's like a classic movie. If mm -hmm. I had to, you know, if I had to like make a collection of core memories, like Men in Black would definitely make the list. Mm, nice. Nice. Yeah, I we had the VHS for sure. I loved this movie. I haven't it was this is one of the few that I feel like I used to love as a kid and like hadn't seen in a long time. Yeah. Um, but I used to watch it a lot as a kid. My brother had he and like a friend of his who played the drums, they started a they started a band when they were, you know, in middle school called the DIGs, uh, which was for the MIB like and they sang was the it dudes Here in Come. jeans. I honestly don't know that they ever had that starts with a J. Thank you. Uh, I don't know that they ever had a thing that it stood for, but they must have. I don't know. But they were saying like, here come Green? the D.I.G.'s uh, at like a talent show thing. And that like is so in my memory because we like loved the movie so much as kids that like it was such a random choice for them. But it made sense at the time. So anyways, green? Did they wear a lot of green? I feel like I... Yeah, no, I don't know they they're gonna not. be able to move they past. I don't. I do not think it was dudes in something. Dudes in I green. Don't, I don't think it was dudes. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll have to ask my brother. I will. I will get <sighs> back to you. <laughs> I'll text him right now, and who knows? Maybe he'll answer as the podcast goes on, and I'll, I'll update us. Um, what about you, Stephen? Yeah, like this is a movie that I. You know what? I've been surprised that like I don't really feel like outside of cable television i had i'd like i remember it it's something that's just out there in the zeitgeist um but i was surprised seeing it that like it's one of those things where i don't know that i can remember a time in which i've i've actually watched this full movie but i still know everything that's in it sure. so it could TNT. just be that it's been like it's tnt man tnt and tbs like yeah man yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, yeah, those, it, it, those TV edits—they'll mm. make honestly, you think that you've seen the whole movie. <laughs> and honestly, there was some stuff that, like, particularly with the exterminator, I was like, that shit was rough. Like, yeah, we were saying like they had to make it like green and like like neon green and crazy so that it wouldn't be just brutal and terrifying because yeah when he like sticks the poison mm. whole thing i don't know what you call that yeah well even intense. before then it was pretty intense like he he was a rough character before it all went down oh yeah i mean mm. well i was like yeah the way not... he was like talking to his wife excuse okay, me anyways, i'm sorry let's get into this, it should we get into like it our, our commentary but... look 
everything's different these days. It's a, it's a different world, Steven. So right. you can't expect the old sorry, rules to apply. Sorry, Steven. Okay. No, it's not your fault. You know, it's. I'm Corona. demonstrating one of my one. It's it's part of my. It's it's part of my whole bit about Men in Black is that I think it encourages anarchy. Mm. So I'm trying to kind of shake some things up with your format. Cool. Here. Love mm. it. Not because I think it. it needs to be better, but because I'm trying to, to I'm you know, curious practice what I preach. Fun, fun, about fun. how a film that just adds a level to government bureaucracy encourages anarchy, but you know, these are things I'm ready to hear. Well, you I think defend. we should find out, Steven. Are you Uh-oh. trying to have a conversation before it's time? I mean Wow. I already got wow. you. Wow. Look, excuse me. I'm not, this is not a comment on the movie. It's a comment on Michael's perception of the movie. So perhaps mm. it is like, it doesn't, it well, doesn't qualify. My comment on your comment on his comment is that it's time to vote, baby. COVID. All right. COVID. <laughs> All right. Okay. Got it. Three. Got it. Okay. So should we keep this on three? You guys ready? We're voting. Right? We Aren't we voting? Yeah, we're voting. We're ready. <laughs> Michael's not ready. Okay, put the anarchy <laughs> in your pocket. Okay. Save it for after we vote. Okay. 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 Three. Three. Two. Two. two one. One. Yes. Keep yeah. it. Keep it. Yeah. yeah. You got to yeah. keep this movie. Yeah, gotta keep it. Got to keep it. Um. Well, I'm glad we agree that. Uh, whew, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That takes the pressure off a little. Yeah. I mean, I just, for to, for starters, I feel like this movie is so well written. And like, we've talked about a lot of like sci-fi movies re- on this podcast that, and where like the science of it, the fake science of it was just so horribly non, not thought through uh, and not entertaining and also like took too long to deliver, you know, like, and this movie just like, it moves so quickly and it's so, so many scenes are just like really understated, um, but deliver all the information that you need. So I just, and it's, and, and like t- Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith are like such great clown foils together. Like, it's just so fun to see them perform. Um, so I just feel like as a movie, Oh, Steven. Well, just you. something fun <laughs> is yes. that, uh, <laughs> Apparently, a lot of it was done in post. Um, a lot of... Hmm. So, lot like... Of... Well, basically, there was this whole... Like, they changed it, basically, so that it's just, like, only one alien race that's coming to destroy Earth. But it was apparently going to be two alien races that Earth is in the crossfire of. Hmm. and But a lot of that information was done on like their screens at the men in black headquarters. And so they just did a lot to like basically scrub all the non Archelian, uh, aliens. Mm-hmm. What their names were the Baltians. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, the Archelians versus the Baltians and earth's in the crossfire, but like, then they just, cut the Baltians out, made it the bug. Um, Also, it was apparently going to end with like a long sort of existential, like some sort of existential discussion about between like the bug and Tommy Lee Jones. And then, yeah, and then so that he was like, no, just just fucking eat me. About About, existence and survival or something. Yeah, I think think it kind of read anyway. Yeah, because they have 
Right, because there's that one moment where the bug is like talking about like pulling the wings. I don't know where I'm trying to forget. Remember what he said, but where he's like, "You ever pull the wings off a fly?" I don't or like something about like whose whose life has meaning to us essentially. When he was really just talking about like how we kill right. bugs all the time and we don't think about it, you know, which perhaps there is, you know, to this movie there is some. It's certainly like looking at aliens as a way to look at ourselves around mm. the world and how we treat each other and who we see as outsiders and who we see as um, yeah you know, I, people yeah yeah i mean on that note look at like when he's confronted with the ultimate ultimatum he's like i gotta get that gun kid and he's mm. like yeah. he dives into the belly of the beast just for like what actually does matter to him which is like a physical thing it's a physical like manifestation of what he does which is he kills bugs and aliens and protects i don't know it's like where does he find his meaning in the belly of the beast type of thing mm. that's interesting but do you do you think that like he cared so much about the gun i think it's what the gun represents to him it's like if he, he doesn't have the gun he doesn't have meaning because like without the gun there's no other option for him because like what does he do with his free time he he watches live streams of things that he can never have because of what he does so if what he does doesn't matter, then what else is there to live for anyway? Whoa. Some deep cuts. Ooh. Deep take. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, certainly you like... you know what? Honestly, I was sitting there thinking like... like his, it just... his willingness to say... I love it. His... Oh, sorry. <laughs> there was no, a weird, there was a weird delay it. just now, so... Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm just riffing off of what you're saying of like mm -hmm. his uh, his willingness to you know, essentially sacrifice himself for the sake of what he believed in and the good of humanity as a whole, but then also in doing so realizing or like that being his sort of final act to like be done with that type of uh, sacrifice, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it wasn't very clear if he was going to make it like he was yeah. just kind of in there for the gun. It, it was like, was that a suicide? Did he suicide himself or did he actually, was that his last attempt at life mm. 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 yeah i don't know and he emerged almost one might say emerged covered in goo from this entity uh, bigger than him much like we emerge as babies first into the world oh, and speaking of babies oh, there's that to scene, a new world there's that scene where will smith oh, yeah he, oh he's God. covered in goo with the baby yeah. foreshadowing foreshadowing, foreshadowing yeah, of a new life that. maybe Wow. wow, this might be the best written film ever made. I know. Actually. That's why we have to keep this. Yeah. <laughs> Although the, the only moment where I was like, oh, yeah, they definitely did a lot of this stuff in post was that when they go up to the like Men in Black headquarters, they are showered and in new suits. And she is still in her dirty, sexy morgue outfit. <laughs> And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah let her let her clean up. I it's mean, not they, didn't, get clean. they didn't let have a women's up. bath. They, they didn't have a women's bathroom yet at Men in Black because it was all men. So that's you true. Because it was the '90s. It was right. exactly. Right. We were not yet Men in Black International. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Which I saw that by the way. Did any of you see the remake? The new or not the remake? The new. I haven't. Off? I heard I it was not guilty. good. It was honestly. I mean, I saw it when I had Movie Pass, so at that point I wasn't really paying for movies, and so I felt freer with abandon to see whatever. Mm. Uh, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I thought it wasn't too heavy-handed with its sort of like 
I'm a woman in men in black. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And, and all the different ways that it kind of was trying to modernize. Um, right. Anyways. I mean, really the disappointing thing is that, that men in black two didn't just pick up with her, Linda Fiorentino yeah. and Will Smith. Like that to me was like yeah. was a weird. bit obnoxious. Totally. Totally. It should have. Cause yeah, she should have gotten, was she in the second one? No, I don't remember. She, no. she was, wasn't she? No, no, no. She was. Uh, she was unavailable. Uh, apparently, mm-hmm. there's like a, oh. a a rumor that Tommy jo- Tommy Lee Jones refused to work with her, but she says that that's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, where did this rumor start, or at least where did you read it? Uh, I was reading about it mainly on uh, on Wikipedia, but then it took me to <gasps> a, uh, a a BuzzFeed oh. thing where like. <laughs> She would, yeah. I mean, who? I, I don't, in, in a way, Wikipedia might be a more reliable source. Mm, um, that's true. They I, alert I you if something is not adequately cited. Oh uh, uh, yeah, right. But mm, uh, well, that's yeah. You know, mm. but well, that was that was my main beef with the film, though. Mm. Was, Keep going. Was, yeah, yeah. Was um, not necessarily their how they wrote women, but it was just like. The, the women characters, it was like, the, it was just, it was just, maybe it was looking back in the past and realizing like the things that we excused as funny or the things that we excused as twist, like these are air finger quotes, twisted humor. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that's actually just really fucked up. And I don't want to like that. I don't even want to laugh at that. Yeah. Um, like oh, like you, mainly about, the, what? Oh, I was gonna say like the, the Edgar and his wife. Edgar and his wife, sure, but then also those the choices of like, like not cleaning up the uh, woman from the morgue. I forget her actual name, and yeah, just did like, she have a name? well, she yes, doctor, yeah, and she then and then that scene where where he's in the hospital, right, yeah. and with the bug who's in the cart, and she's like trying to insinuate doctor. Can yeah. you and pointing down? Like, oh, you want me to? Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll see it. I'll see it. Don't yeah, and worry. it's like yeah. maybe Ugh. that's kind of like Gross. disrespectful to now everybody involved yeah. because like Will Smith, even though he is like his character Jay is kind of like aloof, like he got the job for a reason. So maybe like maybe he picks like he got the job because he picks up on undertones of like mm. she's obviously not turned on trying to get him to get sexed up like mm. she's like sweating like mm-hmm. help yeah, me seriously. out like her eyes are bugging out and it's just mm. like that's it's weird that that they would that they're writing in a universe where it's acceptable where when a woman's bugging out a guy can still be pressing the issue of like can I get it in type of thing right 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 yeah just for the sake of like a, a laugh, a comedic moment yeah, for the audience yeah. where we, we get the joke. Yeah, no, it's so, and she has like the one line which gets cut off and interrupted where once the bug like emerges and we all realize what she was actually talking about where, you know, she's like, uh, like, what is it with guys where like the moment a woman shows like a, a tiny amount of like sexual interest that he is, I don't, what is she Se- it was she sexual. I, I think I, I wrote it down. I'm pretty sure. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't even that it was, uh, sexual independence. Yeah. It was uh, anytime a woman shows the slightest <laughs> bit of sexual independence. And I'm like, no, 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 that was not the point. You weren't you like, right. Just, like if they were talking about, displayed. 
Uh, yesterday when her met but her memory was wiped when she said something that didn't make any sense where in the middle of their conversation the day before at the morgue she just goes out of nowhere to will smith you know what i like to do sometimes late at night and then he's just like and then it cuts to something else and i was like where'd that line come from but then her memory is wiped so she doesn't even know who he is that's the other weird thing is like wiping a woman's memory who you repeat you you come back to that well and you try to still woo her and like oh didn't work this time let me reset the the clock and that's troubling oh god yeah it's like groundhog day type of troubling right yeah yeah thanks anyway yeah no it's true it's a big thing and like the it's such a it's so crazy to look back and like i'm actually like super not surprised to see all of this stuff in this movie because like there's so much that we just didn't bat an eye about you know back then yeah Yeah. and also like including things that are still currently affecting us not just with issues of like you know racism i mean sexism and like patriarchy and like it's like the issues of the planet like let's look at like what we're doing here and how we're going about things and it's like there are other things out there the human mind is there i think there's a line something about like um we're not even supposed to have this universal translator because in some um galaxies or in some universes the human mind is such a primitive thing or the human thought is such a primitive mm-hmm. thing that it's considered a viral, like an infectious disease in some places. And I was like, whoa, whoa. If, he, if this movie's not speaking. And then like, as soon as he says that, Will Smith hits the, the, this like ball of light and it just like ricochets through literally every surface of right. the office. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that is, that is what he said in action. Mm-hmm. Like some human just being like, don't, what's this shiny ball right. doing? God, fun yeah, fun so thing true. about that ball is, uh, you know how like Neil deGrasse Tyson watches like every movie and is like, well, you see, actually, this is not how yeah. that would be. <laughs> it, yeah. As a matter of yeah. fact, it would be <laughs> like this. Um, that <laughs> ball is like the only example of the opposite thing, which is that basically the great attractor is this giant piece of mass in our galaxy that like we that that basically astronomers know about it's like a it's a real thing but like that's something that neil degrasse tyson you know would look at and it'd be like has been like Oh, we see. That's actually interesting. The great attractor. Not a lot of people talk about this. Um, but like the name. Is that the, the great... name? That's the name they gave to that little ball thing. No, 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 no. It was a oh. gift from the great attractor. Oh, a gift. Oh, cool. Yeah. Whoa, huh. that's so interesting. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, back to the idea of like science. Like, it's a really, huh. like, really, yeah. The thing about it being a well constructed, well thought out, like sci-fi, like all all those things which are science related or even like psychology human psychology adjacent like what you were just saying michael is like there's so clearly this like underlying uh real like sense of yeah like truth or uh actual like thought gone into it versus just sort of saying like ricochet around the moon you know and you'll land on <laughs> <Right>. an asteroid <laughs> for right. example just for example you know yeah, that's so interesting i don't, I don't <laughs> you know i wonder if I don't know that's a frown, that. but it's just off the top of my head you know <laughs> yeah yeah and things like i loved even just dropping in the idea the thing where they're like how do you pay for all this 
Um, and he's like, well, we got patents on, you know, a couple of things that were gifts from, or, you know, from spaceships like Velcro and the microwave oven. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, right. Awesome. Just like understated and like casually said and then just move on, you know. Or like the moment where, uh, speaking of understated and and just casually moving on, there's that moment right when um, Jay is getting used to things and and um k is like tearing through traffic literally obliterating every single traffic law there is and then when he goes through the toll before smashing through the toll he flips uh he, <laughs> yeah. he actually pays it which i'm like that's kind of like that's to me steven like to go back to what i said before is like where i was kind of getting the anarchy thing where it's mm-hmm. like not complete destruction like k is fighting for something like a world in which he believes in some structure. It's just the ways in which certain things are are happening. He's not going to ad- adhere to um, because he sees a he literally sees a better route on the highway. Um, mm-hmm. So I I thought that that moment was super powerful for some reason. Like going back and watching it now, it's like, dude, why didn't why did you pay that or or why didn't you also adhere to every other traffic law that you violated before mm-hmm. then? So are you saying that you like that? I'm saying it stuck out and and personally yeah. do I like it? Yes, I do, but that's not why it stuck out. It stuck I out just because it. of the scene. Wait, wait, wait. No, but it's really I hadn't really thought of this before, but it's totally like another cool thing about the message of it, which is like these guys, they don't exist. They have free reign to do whatever the fuck they want. Like they go, they speak to any government official of any branch of government. And they're just like, this is who I am. You'll listen to me. And they don't even check for their ID. Like they just are listened to. And like they could get away with anything because again, they don't have fingerprints. And yet, you know, the point from Kay's point of view and like the methodology he's teaching is like, that does not mean that you just you know, t- do whatever you want. Like that, that means that like really we are trying to protect you know, this sort of social system that we've created. And so we have to like, you you know, so even the thing of like flicking a coin back, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, I still, are, you sh- are y'all am- shitting me? No, no dude. What do you because mean? No, right before yeah. then he was like blasting on the top of the tunnel, literally overcoming every other human obstacle. But that's because it was a necessity. Whereas right. I think it's a choice where he sees the toll and he's like, I could just blast over that like I did all the other things, but I'm going to flip a, I'm going to pay it. Yeah, because they, I care so about the, society. I care about what the, the, well, the, the like social, like, like bureaucratic structure, like maybe, but like so many things that they do, like willfully endanger human life. So what you're saying is like, Hey man, fucking walk out in the street, shoot fucking guns that rip holes in entire, well, no, you know, exactly. truck containers weave through. But like, thank God this man, he fucking respects. No, but, the J- but Kay, he respects the toll. Kay was pissed when Jay was just shooting all yeah, over the it, place. Gina. He was pissed about it. And he was like, that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And, and Kay only shot his, fired his weapon because when they, they were like, again, not because yeah, it's multiple like times dangerous. Like- because they need to be a secret so that, because if they weren't a secret, our heads would explode I, and social w- order would yeah. deconstruct. You know what I mean? Look, like, I, I hear you, Steven. The only thing that I think justifies our perspective, like is that scene where it's like, this is the music. It goes, wee, dee, 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 
Oh, now that you've done that, I know exactly what you're talking about. And, and he's like, he's literally kicking back and just looking at his his old 90s computer screen and just watching his former love. Mm. And I think it's it's because like he, this is the only way in which he can like fulfill the duty that he feels like he has because he's not going to like he can't operate within the world that was given to him. I think that's like the like that's his own torture inside of his his himself is like he kind of has to do this. So it's like he's not going to abide by every rule, but he sees things for the bigger picture. That's why I think like it's all about the bigger picture for Kay where maybe this traffic, like I'm going to zoom past it because it doesn't really matter. But you know what matters is like fixing huge potholes and like maybe that sign that I just smashed and making sure the bridges are operating. Like I'm going to pay the toll because like I need those things and other people need those things, but no one needs this traffic. I'm trying to save the universe. Right. And he but was see, I would argue that because people need their to... lives. The toll doesn't need to be paid. They didn't kill any. No, no, no. But look, but what... Tommy Lee Jones's character was only like they were speeding because they had to figure out what the deal was with this terrifying alien. Yes. He was pissed at Will Smith when he shot the gun in the street because that's not like he said. With he great literally power said, comes great. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Responsibility. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've never heard this quote. I don't know. Oh. I'll send you a link. You know what? Really, I guess what we can say inarguably is that uh, the makers of this film were, they were wanting us to have this exact conversation. And mm. so if this is the conversation, if we're, it seems like they succeeded. It seems like they did. You know? So there's, there's yeas yeah. and nays. There's pros there's, and cons. There's both. There are there's two more on one side than on the other, but that's fine. There's ifs um, and buts. Great. There's uh, yeses and there's ands. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> Um, because Michael mentioned the scene with the music, will you remind us the music again? Yeah, what, how did that music go? It goes... <laughs> da, 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 right. da, 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 You know that what? Scene, I, now scene. that you do it again, um, I realized I had a different scene in mind when you did it before, mm, but this time I know sure. that now I'm like... Okay, do you, you know, does it, it clarify? Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. yeah, done. He's, like, just, he's like this, you know? And then Jay <laughs> comes up behind him, he goes, oh, nothing, I'm nothing, kid. How, but uh -huh, what was uh -huh. the music? Well, what okay, was the but anyways, the point is you can do it quietly while I make my point behind. Yes, perfect. Um, talk about the understated plot script, like the moment where we see him looking at the woman who he like used to almost was almost going to marry. Yeah, and then at the right. end, when at the end of this, you know, when Will Smith catches him, he's like, "Well, they say better to be better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all." And he just says, "Try it." And then walks that away and the end line. of the moment. Yeah. And I was like, that is so great. Cause in any other and some other movie, he would go into a whole monologue about like how it feels to have his heart, you know, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. And like he just said, he just said that one line, and that's all you need. It's, I just well, appreciate he, that. He, what I appreciate about Kay is that it's clear that at every moment he's not only giving all that he's got, because that's the situation demands, like he's giving all that he can. Mm. Um. Mm. So even in that word, it's not that like for him. It's not. It's not just good writing, like that they that they chose. I'm sorry, it is good writing. Like if they chose a monologue, it's it's not that they couldn't have written a good monologue. It's mm. that for Kay, he doesn't need a monologue because at no other point has he monologued. It's just all that he can give, and as much of that as he can give. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That's, right. uh, you, you know, if it, like if I were being ushered into the MIB, I would not want Kay as my trainer <laughs> straight up because he's not he's not an extensive communicator. And for something like that, I would want to know details. Totally. Totally. Yeah. But he's yeah. good at the job. And it's like, look at Jay. It's like, why the fuck did he get the job mm. in the test? In that he test can run season, fast. He can run fast. Right. Well, he got the job because of uh, what is it? Affirmative. He, Affirmative action. Action. There we no, go. No, 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 no. Oh, is that what you're he chased down a cephalopoid. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> the only phrase I know with the starts with affirmative. No, but also like That's he, it. you know, his oh whole thing is like um not being like a yes man, you know, like right. You know, like like being creative and like bucking authority, which is of course the perfect thing of like it's both his flaw and his greatest. You know, strength, because like it makes strength is make greatest. Word. Thank you. That's the word. Greatest uh, responsibility. Oh, so, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And he's very sexy. We haven't. That was that was the yeah. thing. That was my. That was just my uh, yeah. earlier when I didn't want to be impar- oh. when I wanted to be impartial. Oh. I just couldn't. You know, you Maybe can't say fresh, white you mesh can't say that. jersey with the chain with the double Boy, chains. Was he in his prime? Oh, Whoa, in his prime. Oh. Yeah, you can flash me <laughs> you anytime. You guys huh? know you got exactly. You guys felt you it too. Strike a match up, Gina. You just... could play the doctor. You could play a really good doctor. Mm. Oh, thank you, thank you. I would certainly. Um, I hate I would the certainly living. Do less. Uh, like every line is like a sexy line. Well, would you? you, know? oh, you if you were directed. If you were directed to, right, yeah, it's like yeah. you lose the job. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> fine. Because you got Stephen will do it. He'll put yeah. sex into yeah. every other line. Sure. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's how I do it, you know what I mean? Put sex into every other line. You know, um, I also love um, not to be, this is not silly at all. I'm being quite serious. Great. Julie just Good. said take a screenshot of Zoom. Okay. You guys want to make it. faces? I do. Ready? One, One two, two, three. Oh, yeah, I heard it click. Okay. <laughs> um, what were we just talking about, though? Oh, I love their treatment of animal. <laughs> I love how they. I love how they like use not only the animal as the key, like for like their actual what they're looking for, but they use animals as the as the clues, mm. um, as yes. well. Also. So, uh, they have a. This movie has a good rating with PETA. So all the times they were like killing Ooh. cockroaches, they no no cockroaches died in the making of this film. Sadly, That's good. they Sadly. could die. I love Kill how they. Yeah, I love also yeah. the like the whole like NYC joke. You know, where yeah. everyone could be like, yeah, fuck those cockroaches, right? In the movie theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and I love that the, there's so many things. Like I, the last time I watched this movie, I did not live in New York for sure, and like being a New Yorker now. Uh, like even just in the beginning, the fact that they're the whole chase scene is in the Guggenheim. I was like, oh, yeah. I definitely had no idea. But yeah. and like the whole joke of like everybody in New York believes that aliens exist because they're like, oh, that explains so many New Yorkers. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that's true. <laughs> I do believe that. Yeah. Also, like seeing yeah. uh, seeing this movie this time with like New York eyes when they are having the conversation in the. Uh, when the two Archillians are having the conversation in the cafe I'm, or the diner, I'm like, oh, yeah, they could all aliens could just speak their native dialects because like 
everyone's yeah. speaking different languages in New York all the time. Everyone's like, oh, I don't know. I guess that's Hungarian. I don't some, I, Right. Yeah, totally. Man. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these 90s movies, I kind of am interested to go back now and rewatch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To all, honestly, just to clear up like a lot of the discrepancies, like the noisy cricket discrepancy. Yes. Right? Yeah, it's it's all interesting. Like the whole it's like a whole Berenstain Bears situation. Oh um, what a Yeah, I know how cra- that, that is that was crazy. Yeah. Still Some classic mix them up. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Um how do you think we are supposed to or not feel? Okay, I don't know how to phrase this question, but the song, the iconic here come the man in black. Oh, not Michael's He's, iconic song. Not not, song not that other the the second most famous song from the, the second movie. most famous. <laughs> um, yeah. Because so is it? What is it? What what are we supposed to feel about that? Song? Like is it? Because it is a really well produced song with like really tight lyrics, but it's also like so about like goofy, like about this goofy movie. You know what I mean? Like, is it supposed to be funny? Is it supposed to just be like a good song that you would like? dance to like you know what i mean like the song confuses me and i love the song but i'm also well, the song only, doesn't play I'm, it plays in the credits only right yeah, yeah yeah no exactly but that's my question is like i mean i know of course like will smith also like in wild wild west like made that song too right and like yeah. are these songs like wild wild west exactly Thank we're you. going straight to <laughs> the wild wild west yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like are they and i good. also yeah i'm just Gave trying to Neo remember to play that role no, Gina, I think he's, you know I think I mean? Will Smith in his artistic pursuit. Okay. This mm, is where yes. I resonate with this guy. I feel like if I were, you know, doing Hollywood slammers and they <laughs> also trusted me with the creative license to be like, hey, you're also a musician. You were a musician mm. first, right? So, like, you know, even before Fresh Prince, he was a musician. So mm. I can resonate with that. I, before acting, I did music. And if I were, if I made it to Hollywood, and was Will Smith, and they were like, you want to do a song? I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to do a song. And is it for the movie? Yeah. But was is he also, like, as an artist, probably trying to make it a banger? Yeah. yeah because he's mm-hmm. like, it's like Will Smith, you know? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, I think part of it is, like, it's not even his brand, because people weren't even talking about it then. He's like someone who's so true to himself that the goofy is just what it is. Like, mm-hmm. look at Jaden and Willow now. Like mm-hmm. they are so fully themselves that if they had come out at the same time as Will Smith, they probably we probably would have been reading them with the goofy filter as we do Will. But like mm-hmm. they're completely accepted as who they are now. So I feel like mm-hmm. if Will was it came up in the world that his kids are, that we wouldn't even really read it as goofy. We'd be like, you know, he wrote that song for Men in Black because mm-hmm. like look at um, Kendrick Lamar writing stuff for like Black Panther. Like mm-hmm. we don't even question that. And I'm not saying that Will Smith and Kendrick are, are on the same level when it comes to lyric writing or music making. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, as far as artists go and cultural mm-hmm. influence, they may be just they may hold the same amount of weight for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I definitely think that the idea was, you know, let's get I think maybe even a better parallel would be mm-hmm. the, that song Spirit for Be- by Beyonce that she made what? for Lion King. Because like, well, okay, I haven't so heard it or seen it's, it. It's it's a song. Uh, they added it to the line, the new Lion King movie. But the idea is like, okay, we've got Will Smith. Let's also get 
a Will Smith song. And like, and so it's not trying to be, it seems to be very like clearly, you know, unlike Prince and Danny Elfman and Batman, this is like, to me, pretty clearly distinct. Danny Elfman is doing the movie and then Will Smith is doing the song that they're going to release for the radio. So I don't, I don't think, you know, going even further to talk about like Will Smith's brand, like most of the time he's, you know, especially at this period, writing his own jokes, doing his own like rewrites for whatever script he's doing, because, you know, basically the people want Will Smith and he knew that people weren't going to be able to write it. Whoever like Hollywood writers were Ed Solomon isn't writing Will Smith jokes, isn't writing Will Smith lines. And so just like he's doing, he's got creative freedom with his script. He's also got the creative freedom with the, with the song. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. The one thing, another thing that I'm like, why did they, why did they let this go away? After this movie, they just wear normal suits. His suit at the end of this movie is so cool. Why did they ever go back to something else? (laughs) Yeah. That like, are they black? Are they black? In the the suits that they go with regular. Yeah, are they regular black suits or are they like gray? No, they're just regular black suits. They're not. No, they don't. It's it's MIB. It doesn't become MIB. No, I'm not going to make. So it's just it's a better Uh, fit. It's a better it's a better fit. No, they just go back to normal. Like they just go back. I mean, I guess the idea. I don't know why they want regular suits and not the cool suit that he wears at the end of the movie. Um, well, but he didn't wear. He only wore that suit for that one scene in that movie. You know weren't I mean? they it's going like to the, see the um, like they were going to a special meeting? Right. Maybe it was like they had to go to the. Like, if it's the last suit Met he'll ever Gala. wear, then oh. this suit is the last suit that he'll ever wear. wear. I oh, don't so know. He's the, got, he became the Jedi Master. He's got two last suits he'll ever wear because we see him in that suit and then we see him in that different suit. So it wasn't the last suit he'll ever wear. You know, the last suit Liars. that we'll actually ever oh, wear is the real birthday suit, which is being oh. completely butt-ass naked. I mean, yes. my, I, I know people who got buried in suits. Yeah, but the, that dissolves, right? I mean, the, your, body your final dissolves. form is just like your body dissolving into dirt, wow. but it's a naked body. This took a turn. Well, like, like in a way, I mean, at, I feel like you are decaying. My still here. <laughs> yeah, but like half my, in that, half my you're, as, you're as naked then as you're naked now. Like, you're not. You know. Oh, I'm very naked. I'm fully I, naked. I would right say now. that probably like your shirt probably um, disappears before your your flesh. Right? I don't know. I don't know. I I bet that your shirt is less interesting to the bugs that are going to eat you. That's fair. Guys, wow, guys, whoa. But then your bones, your naked bones. Birthday bones. I'm shivering in my bones. Going to see you in the birthday (laughs) bones. bones. (laughs) 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 No, I just hear it like ludicrous style. Like, they will stop to get him in their birthday bones. bones. Oh, my God. That's good. Uh, That is good. I also, this is a, 
just a, I watching this movie right now, watching any movie right now in the midst of this outbreak, I feel such jealousy when I see large groups of people, like seeing the baseball stadium during the baseball game. I was like, oh, they're all sitting next to each other and they're all strangers. <laughs> I was like, so jealous. It feels like a time that will never be again. I yeah. mean, honestly, yeah. I look at that and I go, oh, yeah, that really is unsafe. I see a lot of these like yeah, crowd scenes. So <laughs> I'm like, this is it like, never really was safe. Like if, if yeah. any of those like people our, had the flu. You know, it's the metaphor. The metaphor that's kind of freaking me out is like we were afraid of like large gatherings. Like the f- fear was like a shooter or like, you know, someone bombing. It's like, no, you know, what's actually terrifying is like the germs that yeah. we're carrying yeah. around with mm-hmm. us. And yeah. that's what makes large groups terrifying is like us. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like I may never, never right. I mean, go outside again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not alone. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. well, let's be real. They will make a vaccine, but. But then there'll be a new one. Then there'll be a new. That's the thing. Like what's crazy to me is just how quickly everything that we know and take for granted was just like brought to its knees. I mean, three, three months Mm. done. And that's three months from like China acknowledging that the virus exists to New York city state of emergency. (sighs) But men in black is the men in black. though. It is a, it is a, it is going to keep it it is a time i mean some things about it are less timeless but overall great movie like the where's like osmosis jones (laughs) in black oh my god because that's what we need what because that's what (laughs) we mean osmosis jones is about fighting a virus it is yeah the men in black for osmosis jones would be basically in black but just watch Osmosis Jones. I, I, you know what I want? I want I want more of like an inglorious bastards vibe in where someone's going to a wet market and just fucking that shit up and just being like, uh, I mean, but like, we know that they're like, that wet market wet and they're getting sick. Like, uh, <laughs> they know it. They're just getting sick. <laughs> well, then you have the belly of the beast moment where they're all like, all right, guys, let's just eat it and see what happens. Yeah, right. But right. then they just right. get sick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're Not just a like good show, for weeks. That's probably how it, You know what? That's probably, it, they probably made it. They made Ooh. it. They flashed us all on Instagram and they're like, they're, they flashed us all, right? The, the next time that we opened our phones, we all got zapped and they're mm. like, the coronavirus was made in wet markets. It came from Whoa. the decaying flesh of bats. And now <laughs> you're going to be sick and in state of emergency. And we're all like, it came from bats. It would state of emergency stock up on toilet paper. And yeah, we're yeah. just like, <laughs> the reality is yeah. we've never left. We've never been outside. But then we just looked at our phone and they were like, oh, this is only temporary. Oh, it's like moo. It's like that movie. Um, man in the moon the the sam rockwell movie where he's like he's got like three days left on his shift and he's gonna leave the space station and then like he starts to get sick and then what happened and then he like puts himself in the like cryogenically freeze frozen thing where he's gonna get sent to earth but the reality is he's just a clone 
and his clone Spoiler, dies. God, I've never seen this movie. You weren't going to watch yes. it. Big old spoiler. I, I like Sam Rockwell. God. Literally anyone who <laughs> listens to this episode can't be a guest on Spoiler. Man in the mm, moon true. in black. Um, <laughs> uh, well, okay, well, I think, well, do we need to re-vote or are we still, it sounds we like want I think we're re-vote? all pretty enthusiastic I don't think we need to re-vote. I don't, I don't think know? we need to re-vote. We don't need to. Right. No. Great. But, uh, Fun. I want to. I just want a haiku. Um, Stephen, for the special episodes, I don't make haikus. Awkward way to put me on the spot. Can you because of? Can you make a one up on the spot because of COVID? Yeah, a COVID cue because of it. A high COVID. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and I'll give about you music. It? I'll give okay. you music. Okay, great, yeah. great, great. About it or about <laughs> Men in Black or both? whatever. Okay, we'll see what happens. Who knows? Okay, let the music some, guide you. Maybe give me some music. Mm. Okay. Oh God, mm. I need. I can't do it. I can't do it, guys. Too much pressure on the brain. Good thing you have outro music. Making me coo. Oh, I did it. That was it. it. Wow, that was so. (laughs) Miss Little Elementary, I'm going to write a poem about not being able to write a poem, but you know, it's whatever. Steven, Ooh. thanks for counting. <laughs> thanks for counting. Yeah. I did I yeah. did my best. Guys, this was you so did. much fun. It was so fun to have you, Michael. Yeah, this from, is a fun show to be on. Separate places. Look at that. Yeah. I know. Look at I that. don't <sighs> if I what's crazy, what's would be cool is if I was there, then I'd be in Brooklyn and then we'd have like three of uh, five three boroughs. boroughs. You know, cool. Yeah. That makes me kind of sad. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you I'll be back. Down, come back. I'll, I will Just be back uh, the fourth if Sounds domestic like. travel is still a thing that exists. The fourth oh. of what? April. Oh, nice, cool. Yeah, that's oh. your, your ticket. Nice. Fourth hmm. of April, great. I'll see I, you the fourth. We'll see. Hopefully, we'll see, and so. we'll see whether or not we see, see each see. other after that. <laughs> I know. We'll nope. see if we see. Yeah. I love it. I love that. I wish that. Well, whatever. Yeah, we we yeah. have a degree of uncertainty all the time. No, no, just that all these things that are just like sending cancellations, really like everything through April is canceled at least. And I'm like, why don't we just be like everything for the next two weeks, and we're gonna send you another email? I don't know. I kind of like I would appreciate it. Just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Right. It's just like yeah, make the that. decision that you know. Just make the decision you yeah. already know you're gonna have to make. Yeah, yeah, it's like I saw right. Trudeau I mean, on yeah. on a Canadian news station, and he was saying that like because I'm like well rounded, but uh, he wow. he was talking about not oh, closing boy. the U.S. border <laughs> and why he didn't close the why they weren't closing the U.S. border, and then the next day he closed the U.S. border. Like, why wouldn't? Yeah. Why yeah. why are we just why are we dicking around about things that we know right, are going right. to happen? Right. Just wait, see. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, that's kind of where I'm there, in. Friends. Yeah, we got to just stay healthy, you know? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just take it one day at a time. Plan yeah. as much as we can and stay positive, stay creative. Right. Stay together. And, but but not. Well, stay virtually together. Stay feeling together, but not together. Exactly. Yeah. I feel yeah. together Keep with here. you guys right now. Me too. It's so nice. You know, it's it's kind of funny. Like I, uh, I'm I'm more ready than I thought I was to go full cyborg mode. Yeah, yeah, God. This is really the testing ground for that. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It kind of is. Yikes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well. 
Well, do you want to take us out, Michael, with some nice music one last yeah. time? Yeah, hum us out. All right. Hum us out with the iconic we'll, Men in Black. Okay, yeah, goes, the, the, the number one hit single from and, Men in uh, Black. From Men in Black, here it is. We'll see you next time with another da, special episode. It's better to love than to lose. Better to love and lose than it is to never love at all. Try it. That was a that was a very bad elevator version of that song. This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram, and if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.